Hello podcast listeners, thank you for tuning in today to the Inscape Quest podcast show. I am your host, Trudy Howley. Here I am talking with people about how they engage with their relationships, work and passions. Please subscribe and share this show with a friend. And thanks to you, we can grow meaningful conversations together, one episode at a time. Let's get started. We're going to play around with another micro session today, and you're going to get 15 tips to incorporate some basic somatic practices that can provide for you a new way of approaching stress and anxiety. It'll increase your tolerance for both, and you can have moments of relief throughout the day. And you can practice these and build on them and make the moments of calm and rest even longer. So these are just little moments. Um, it's not like sitting in a therapist's office for an hour. You can do these quick micro interventions in a couple minutes, and I'm going to give you 15 of them. So these are basic somatic practices and basic bodily-based practices. So let's get going with some slow, deep breaths. Simply doing a minimum of just three rounds of deep breathing is a great way to quickly regulate yourself. Deep breathing can be done by inhaling in an easy, relaxed way, bringing your attention to a soft breath. Staying aware of the breath for the entirety of each full breathing cycle. You could add counting to this. You could choose to count in for three, hold for three, exhale for three, inhale for four, hold for four, out for four, or longer if you choose. Or you can simply exhale one beat longer than you inhale. So inhaling for three, holding for three, exhaling for four. Play around, make it your own practice. Breathing immediately activates our parasympathetic nervous systems and adds some breaks to any feelings of agitation or arousal you have. It's your first go-to intervention. You can layer this by noticing little things like paying attention to the difference in the temperature of your breath on the inhale and exhale. Give it a go. Number two, let's do orienting. Orienting is a great and simple technique. Simply turn your head and neck slowly and purposefully. Look around at the environment you're in right now. This is orienting, and it's a way to be in your immediate environment, noticing what your eyes might be drawn to today. You can name five things silently to yourself. You could choose also, it might be five colors you notice, five objects that are jumping out at you, or choosing five particular shapes. You can expand this type of orienting by naming sounds that you can hear. You could do that for a count of four. Uh, you could also include textures that you could touch, it might be the chair you're sitting on, the the surface that your feet are in contact with, touch your clothing, your hair. You could also layer this with 
smells? What can you notice? And you can also include things that you can taste. And please, the invitation to do all this is without any kind of judgment or interpretation. It's simply orienting your senses. Okay, so number three, your physical sensations need to be checked in with you throughout the day, especially when you're working long hours. Remember to ask yourself, am I hungry? Do I need to drink some water? Do I need to use the bathroom? If the answer is yes, act on it. Set a boundary around your basic needs to get through the extra long haul of the day. If you need to distract yourself from perhaps dissociated eating or snacking, you need to practice a pause. Practice noticing, noticing that you might be devoid of pleasure in the eating or snacking and simply on autopilot. As you pause, you can pause by orienting, you can pause by taking some breaths. Take this moment to notice where you are and what's going on inside of your body. Okay, number four, feel the weight of your feet and body on the ground as you either stand momentarily or you can do this seated. Bring your full awareness. You might be sitting in your car or resting on the edge of a chair. Even if you're standing or sitting, you can practice gently shifting your weight slightly from side to side. If you happen to be able to be standing, you can gently rock from your toes to your heels. You can even do this sitting sometimes. So that's just bringing awareness to your physical body. So hand washing. Most people do this every day in some capacity. They might take a shower, have a bath, but the invitation is to fully engage in the sensation of water droplets on your skin and inhale any soap you might be using. And so doing this in a mindful way can help you ease anxiety by bringing yourself back to your physical body. Okay, you could also add to that by number six, splashing cold water on your face if you're feeling at all anxious. This act decreases your heart rate. It stimulates that wonderful vagus nerve and slows your breathing as the shock of cold water stimulates our automatic diving reflex that we have as humans. So number seven, Another intervention is oscillating your attention. If you're noticing things that you dislike in your environment, you can go back and forth repeatedly between finding things that you do like. For instance, you may not like the smell of something in the room, but you can bring your attention to how the texture of the fabric on a piece of clothing you're wearing feels. In this example, you're alternating between a sense of smell and this touch sense instead of fixating on the thing you dislike. This can be particularly helpful if you're in a doctor's office or a hospital appointment um, and you have a sensitivity to smell. So imagery number eight, I'm going to invite you to deliberately bring to mind a person, a place that's real or imagined, 
a pet, a symbolic object that's comforting to you, spend a couple of minutes fully engaging with the imagery of this person, place or object and bring in as many sensory details about them as you possibly can. Take some time with it. Give yourself a break from anxiety and dysregulation. Number nine, sound. When we feel under threat, our throat and voices can also become restricted. One way of helping your voice to open up is by putting on some favorite music and singing along. Remember, no criticism of our singing skills. You can do this at home, in the car, and just feel the deep resonance of sound reverberating through your body. You could even put your hand on the front part of your body as you feel the vibration of making sound. If you're not ready to try singing, you can choose to practice humming in a long, deep and even tone. Number 10 is a quick body scan. It's another way to practice bodily awareness and bring yourself back into a state of calm and regulation. We have another micro podcast on this exact thing and goes into a little more detail, but it's a it's a quick, quick listen if you want to practice that on a daily basis. So from the ground up, bring awareness into the toes, up through the legs and through the torso to the neck, head, shoulders and jaw. And as you do this, you can simply notice and highlight any tightness or tension that you might be feeling. You can then deliberately bring relaxation to that particular spot. You can do this repeatedly repeatedly, and as needed. So this one, number 11, is called the tapas acupressure technique. It's another quick reset for a stressed out nervous system. And it comes from an energy medicine technique by Elizabeth Tapas Fleming. So there's a few instructions here. I'm going to guide you quickly through this. Gently place one hand horizontally at the base of your skull with the thumb touching just above your hairline. With your other hand, place your thumb and your ring finger on either side of the bridge of your nose. Now, Place your middle finger of this hand in the middle of your forehead, right on that third eye spot. Hold this position until you take a natural deep breath. Number 12, we're thinking about a container. If you're having unexpected distressing thoughts or images coming up for you, just Simply acknowledge them with acceptance, self-compassion, and non-judgment. If you need, go a step further and place these thoughts and visuals in an imaginary container where they can be privately held in an imaginary safe spot. Let the thoughts or images remain there until such time as you have the resources to work with a coach, a trusted friend, a therapist, or a time and place where you can attend to them. 
This can allow you to function throughout the day without continued distress. Number 13 is tapping. Touch can be a valuable and comforting aspect to healing any kind of trauma or dysregulation. However, when touch needs to be avoided due to perhaps the risk of some viral spread that we've all been through, people can practice self-touch also. This can be done by tapping. Increasing the sensory awareness in the body through tapping can be done anywhere. Use the tips of your fingers, slightly cup your hands, and gently tap different parts of your body, alternating the tapping with each hand. Try tapping the sides of your legs, just above and to the side of your knees if you're seated. You can tap above the eyebrows or under the nose with one hand. You could also play with crossing your hands and alternating tapping just under the collarbone. This is another way of feeling into your body and getting out of that recurring anxious thought cycle in your mind. Number 14 as a self-hug, we can regulate our own physiology through touch. If you can't hug others, you can try a couple of alternatives. Put your hand on your heart. Take a nice deep breath into the belly. And you can also send another person a heart hug if you know somebody else is in distress. So it works two ways. You can give yourself a self-hug or send some good energy to someone that you're thinking of. Place your dominant hand under one armpit. Another way of doing this self-hug is then placing the other hand on top of the opposite shoulder. So one hand under the armpit, the other hand on the shoulder. Just hang out here for a couple of minutes or at least until a spontaneous deep breath occurs and you are giving yourself a hug. 15. Let's think about your postures. Check in with your posture. How are you standing or sitting? Is your spine erect? Is it? Are your shoulders rolled back and down? Is your head in alignment with your neck, feet? Is your body weighted evenly? If not, shift your position into a strength-based posture for a couple of minutes. You can imagine a Wonder Woman pose and if your hands are free, you can add your hands on top of your hips to the posture. In therapeutic settings, practitioners oftentimes convey empathy by mirroring postures with clients. Be aware of this. Give yourself permission to change your posture, doing the exact opposite of mirroring. If you happen to notice yourself becoming stressed when you're listening to somebody else. As you learn to notice a, a sense of calm happening, it may actually be unfamiliar or uncomfortable. This doesn't mean to say you have to be con disconnected from your body or in a constant state of flight, fight or freeze in order to cope. Simply paying attention to body sensations can help you practice getting into a state of rest allowing for your whole body-mind to get familiar 
with the difference between feeling calm versus a state of collapse, a state of fight, or a state of flight. As you engage in these practices of sensation building and somatic regulation, avoid interpreting or judging your experience. Simply practice. Good luck, everybody. Practice is essential, and the above suggestions become easy to do within a few minutes at home or work. As you train yourself, you'll soon be able to do them almost subconsciously. Thank you for listening to this InScape Quest podcast with me, Trudy Howley. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Podbean and leave a comment. You can also find me on Instagram at InscapeQuest. Thank you for listening and for your shares. Cheerio for now.